Hey everyone, uh, welcome to no- episode 21 of Hey My Man, uh, we're all here this week and Dave is giving me the keys to the castle so I'll be kind of running things along today. Um, Going smooth so far? So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Awful the, dude. I think the first thing we're going to do is we're going to we're gonna hit the email. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to try to start the show off every week with the emails that we got uh, from the previous podcast. So this one comes from Bob, and I'm just going to hit the high points, which is last episode was great. He didn't put an exclamation point, but I figured it would. It can't hurt, right? I, I think it, that's, I figured that's what ones. Meant, yeah. Right. So um, he says, since you guys like to work in crazy hypotheticals, how about this one for a show topic? If you could only drop movie quotes from one movie for a month, any other attempt results in an electric shock, what would it be? Caddyshack. Hold on. If you want to limit it to a selection, I'll throw out some for consideration. Fletch, Caddyshack, Godfather 1 and 2, Godfather 3, never existed. Looking forward to the next podcast, Bob. I think so, we already know Nick's. Caddyshack. Correct? Absolutely. Okay. I don't think I can give you one quote from Caddyshack. Who quotes from Godfather 1 or 2? Oh, a lot of people. The Godfather, there's a lot of good quotes in that movie. I, but I mean, do you I have to guess. be in a serious situation? Yeah, they don't yeah, know, like, like, like you're killing somebody. <laughs> no, like never go against the family. You know, yeah, just stupid cliche. Yeah, ones. that's dumb. Oh, the Caddyshack ones are always like, it's absolutely not. Yeah, like, the comedy, any day. The comedy ones are fun. No, I agree. Caddyshack is definitely. Caddyshack, any time of the day, any, t- any interaction you have with anybody, you've got a chance to drop one from Caddyshack. I'm going to go with Anchorman because that's a really quotable movie as well. The, the problem with Anchorman is you have to drop this is the problem like with any of these i'm gonna go just real quick i'm gonna go with uh, big lebowski that's a good and i'll one. tell you why with anchorman every quote you drop you almost have to do it in the voice of the person who dropped it because ron burgundy's only it's only funny when you do it in a ron burgundy-esque voice correct yeah so is it douchey it, i i find it douchey when people are like you know uh do quotes but have to do like the borat Nothing is more annoying than than the Borat thing. Well, that got old. It's only funny. That got old about six it. months. After I can it was still done. hear Borat, like Sasha Baron Cohen, doing it and think it's funny. But anybody else doing it, not funny. Totally lame. A lot of it's butchered. Even if it's done completely perfect, it's like that's still it's probably just not, It's just it, it almost like you, you want you know you got the uh, if you you could fall flat on one of those. Yeah, so you got to be very careful. But, but Anchorman Shack, is so good because. You know, if even if you do something and go, it works sixty percent of the time, every time. <laughs> that wasn't one of those sixty. <laughs> uh, but the Caddyshack ones, I think you can any any of the characters. You don't really have to do it in the character. However, it makes it a little bit better. But didn't you say you couldn't? Even, you said you can't even do one quote from Caddyshack. Have you ever no. seen Caddyshack? Be honest. I long time ago. Long, long time ago. You haven't been alive. We had this discussion with them before. Here? I've been alive a decent long time. And how would you make an excuse for that? Yeah. That's not an excuse. I don't care to see it. I wish I had a loop drop. I I don't think it stands up. Oh, absolutely. I just watched it yesterday. 
No, it does. Like but you know, you said if it's not you're your a lot younger house, than us, so it just... if it's not what you like, well, it, yeah, you guys like, like it because that was part of your growing up. It wasn't mine. But like, I don't think Animal House. I know we we went over this. Yeah, story, I don't think that movie's funny Animal at all. Houses. But I think Big Lebowski has the That's best quotable quotable lines. Yep. Ever. What's your favorite quote from it? Man, there's so many. Now I feel like I'm an imposter, and you're like, you just called me out, and I can't, I can't. Uh, I've never seen it. Don't worry, Donnie. These men are nihilists. Uh, there's there's favorite. not of a course quote. they're Nazis. They're threatening <laughs> castration. Hey, I'm trying to think if there's I, I, my, I can't. <laughs> really... There's really not for me. There's not very many opportunities to drop lines from that. Well, I guess here's the difference. Then to even go further, are you necessarily like dropping a line in conversation, or something funny comes up and you're able to to throw a quote out like? Every every time somebody's phone rings when like at my buddy's house, phone's ringing, dude. Phone's ringing, dude. I used to have that as my ringtone. My kid, my kid always. Thank you, Donnie. Ringing, dude. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Donnie. You know when anybody says anything, I don't know. I think I think that has. We'll cut off your Johnson. It, it's absolute. I I will go as far as to say that the Big Lebowski is the Caddyshack of this generation. No, nothing. What's the cricket? You, you shake What's your head. It doesn't doesn't do anything. What's the crickets button there? Uh. No, it, it's not supposed to be as funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Caddyshack was supposed to be overtly stupid and funny. I think it is Big supposed Lebowski to be. Big Lebowski wasn't. I, I think it is supposed to be, but I think it's... It's, it's more it's, subtle. Yeah, but it's still funny. I mean, their their intention was to yeah, make but a there, comedy. Yeah, but there's a difference between Anchorman funny and Big Lebowski funny. Yeah, like, Anchorman's not funny, and Big Lebowski is. Anchorman is funny. Not as funny as Big Lebowski. It's not even in the, not even in the same No, it's ballpark. not, but it's funnier than Caddyshack. You know what? Caddyshack. I can't stand that you just laid down like that. I it's funnier than Caddyshack. It. No, I like Big Lebowski no. better than... Oh, for, than wait, what's better than Caddyshack? Anchorman, hands down. I don't even think that's the... the that's not even the funniest Will Ferrell movie. What is? The other guys, obviously. No, it's not. Uh, old school. Yeah, funnier. old school. Old school is not funny. Dude, the first funny ten minutes of the first twenty minutes of old school destroys anything else that Will, Will Ferrell's ever done. Uh, I set it down quiet. No, I said I don't care. Oh. No, I. I saw you gingerly setting your drink down. Dude, I, I hope I, that everybody remembers the email <laughs> show, so hey, and uh, is sending some emails in about what Steve just said. So I think that's going to be. I hope our we do get emails poll. about it. I mean, I know we did one a long time. Not, I don't think on the podcast, but we did a poll a long time ago about what's the all time. Let's now. Here's another thing in that email I didn't highlight from Bob, where it basically said, you know, unfortunately, you guys were right. The second week when you came back, it was very hard because the the description of the best traditional rock band was too vague. So let's be really direct about what what we want out of this. Poll. We'll just say, what's the funniest Will Ferrell movie? That's that is as direct as they that's come. That's as good as it gets. And oh, I didn't I didn't know if you were going to go to that next level and say is any Will Ferrell movie funnier than Caddyshack? I don't even let's let's worry about the first. Let's, the yeah, let's Will just, Ferrell well, movie. That's fine. I would guarantee Anchorman wins. You'll guarantee. If, see now what you're doing is our, there's people that may not like you and are going to spite you, so you shouldn't have done that. If our listeners are as smart as I think they are, <laughs> they'll they'll vote with me. Oh boy. Uh, about, so that's I think my, people might throw out Step Brothers. Oh, I totally forgot that's about Step Brothers is definitely better. I still think the other guys is funnier than Step Brothers. And Step Brothers is probably, I would say in the last 10 years, definitely in the top five. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. I don't know. You, now you now you realize you're, Not you Step screwed Brothers, up. I don't know. You screwed up big time. I didn't think it was Almost. as funny as Anchorman. Did you feel this way after you voted for Obama? <laughs> <laughs> or after you dropped that you were going to try to get... Uh, uh, Gary Busey as your My, golden goose. The first thing I said. Let me said. ask you guys real quick. Has anybody made any steps or a, any headway? Yeah. When we interview this uh, person coming up, 
that's part that's gonna help me is this a secret person i don't know you're talking about elaine osgood yeah okay <laughs> i didn't know if you were keeping it a secret didn't yeah, want, didn't I, want, I didn't know either we, we, we like to give the, the fans a little titillation it's gotta be a tease yeah i understand why he did that but have you made any headway no but that's not he- that's not headway you've made yet that's headway you assume you're you might make yeah i guess you're right it could like after the Interview. She, she may not like, like you. Yeah, I'm be not, like, I'm not I will you. not help. I'm not putting you. I don't. Him yeah, together. maybe she hates him too. Who yeah, it's very possible. This here, not. Working. I gotta believe that if you met the guy, you'd hate him as well. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. Uh, you just want to hate him. I don't have to want to. He it's, makes it very easy. <laughs> did you speaking of that? Like real to quick, hate him. Like, see the, like by the way, we're talking about Manco. Yeah, I just want to throw that out. Absolutely sorry about that. You know what? That's that was a good. Yeah, I was talking about Mike North. Oh, everybody likes Mike North compared to Mancow. <laughs> I hate his like it's so thick Chicago accent. I think you if you heard yourself, if you listen to yourself good enough, not maybe. even close to Mike Norris. Well, it's not it's not that bad. That guy's like exaggerated, yeah. like super fan like Chicago. He does, he yeah. does it on purpose. He makes yeah. it, he, he goes out of his way. Did we get any other emails? Yeah, we got one other one. Let me see if I can find it here. It says, um that Lou, that guy Lou, who was our guest last week, sounds sexy. Woo, that's pretty awesome. That is a good How compliment. sexy is he? And I, I, there actually was a thread. I said, I, uh, I, I emailed back, and I hate to, you know, to block Lou here, but I said he's a troll. <laughs> and uh, then he, this person emailed back and said, um, "No, seriously, on a scale of nine to ten, how hot is this Lou?" And scale then I realized when I looked, it, it was sent by Lou. So unfortunately, uh, well, on a scale of nine to ten is technically a scale of one to ten because I'd give him a nine point one. Nine point zero 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 one. Figured out, figured out, way to decimal, figured out his loophole. His loophole. Yep. Um. So moving on from the email. Sorry, I didn't mean to take your thunder. It's just what I do. Go ahead. Step Go ahead. I'm, I'm backing up. Let's uh. Let's move it on over to this to this week's dickhead face of the week. What do you think? I wish I had like a theme. Yeah, we will have to get some. I really wish I was actually saying it in don't, hopes that don't. you had a button. We'll get it. But, we'll get, I like how you set it up like that. Where yeah. I was just gonna go right in. Um, I have mine ready. Unfortunately, if you go ahead and, and tell us, tell everybody what happened as of last week's. As of last week, who has been? Dave was up with Pitbull, the reigning. I think three, two week. It was only champion. Two? Yeah, that's. Uh, I want to. I want to say this. That's the longest run we've had so far. <laughs> so Pitbull has the, the first two weeks we've done it. Right, Pitbull won. So then Nick brought Andrea from The Walking Dead to the table. And the funniest thing is Nick didn't even vote for her. He didn't. Did you, I don't. He didn't vote for anybody else. Just no. to make it clear, Nick forgot about the whole thing and never just said, "Fuck it, I'm not, I don't care." And then I brought, just uh, like most of you people, I brought Trump to the table. Actually, we had a good amount. There, of votes. It, you know what? It's getting better and better. Yeah, every, every week. week it's getting better. And I brought uh, Trump to the table, and I think Dave might have the poll up right now. Even he doesn't even need it because no, we yeah, know I think who it was won. like fourteen. He won by like, it, it. It was, I mean, not necessarily. It wasn't that close considering the, it was the, a landslide. Not a landslide, but yes, Donald Trump was last week's dickhead so I, of the week. I took it last week. At Absolutely. Least. So this week, I'm putting Trump back on the table. And you have no choice. He's I, on top until he gets beat. He's on top till he gets beat. That makes things easy. Just for like you. his entire life. Okay. Now, I think Dave. All right. Well, as the outgoing champion, as the former champion, listen. I, I wish I would have led with this. I have three people in mind, and I had to really narrow it down. I had, I want to say this. James Vanderbeek was going to be my guy. Not Dawson. His head, 
It's just grotesque to look at. No. It's, you, any way you try to, to, to make it right, from his eyes up to his the top of his head is like ungodly How long. How are you calling the hunk of Dawson's Creek ungodly I've ugly? Never, I don't know. I never watched Dawson's Creek. Also, that's a guy that went on a high note. He did Varsity Blues and called it a career. Said, Unfortunately, yep, I'm he, out. he didn't go out because I think he's on a show currently. That not, you don't know about. Not that anybody knows about. Yeah, so he did not go out. He just, <laughs> as far as he, everybody knows, he has. He he went the way of all other failing people to a failing show that no one He did take about. a hiatus I guess he's by choice, getting, I think. He's still getting paid doing what he loves. So, I mean, there you go. good job, Beak. Um, Who you got? I got this guy. Little Wayne. I thought that was Booker T. No. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come on, man. The hair. What do you guys think? The face, the teeth, the hair. He's got a hair. bad face. I, I, do you think that, you know... He's got, like, old man face. I'll tell you what. The if face you, has got a lot of miles. Yes, it does. It's been around the block. If, if you want to uh, <laughs> just go ahead right now and let me win... No. Nah. I'll just let you pick somebody new, because this is there's no way that Trump competes with Lil Wayne. Yeah. I think it's Lil, right? It is, L-I-L. It is Not Lil. Little. Yeah, it's, it's Lil. Look no, at face. I, think I, want you to, I want you to I want this to be burned on your memory, I your mind. It. Look at that ring on his index finger. Yeah, this thing's probably like $150,000. That guy is only, and he's only like three foot six. Do you right? think that's he's a blood diamond? I, would, <laughs> I think yeah. it's many blood diamonds. conflict diamond, what do they call I don't know. I don't know what it is. Do you but think the, he did, he goes into a jewelry store and be like, hey, I want to make sure I'm not getting a blood diamond here? I'm sure when he goes into a jewelry store, security is immediately something. <laughs> Until they go, He oh. sends somebody out. Yeah, he sends somebody in before, and they're like, this guy that's coming in, he's a celebrity. I know you're not He's going to buy all the stuff. Yeah. So. All right. All right, Nick, what, what do you, you got, got, Nick? Who's your loser? I mean, the one you're going to put up that's not going to win. Macaulay Culkin. Oh. Not Macaulay Culkin at 12. Macaulay Culkin at, like, he looks like forty. A, he looks like a bird with AIDS. I still don't believe he's <laughs> aging. He's just kind of like rotting away. Flu. <laughs> that could be better. He yeah, looks like looks a, awful. Looks like his skin is like a thousand years old, and it's like compressed against his skull. It, it's almost like every five years. Yeah, yeah he I ages should, in increments. Thank you for putting that in my face. I can see from he here. looks he in look, that picture just like he did in Party Monster. He, he, he looks like he looks man. like when if you crack open. Or you ever see an egg, like a, a bird or chicken hatch from the and, and it's the way it looks like when it has no hair and it's just kind of <laughs> like stumbled out of the egg. That is that I don't know, man. I almost want to just give it give it, give it up because that is pretty. That's pretty I, bad. You know what? I think this week's is going to be the best the best so competition far, yet. But yeah. I got two in my back pocket that I, I th- yeah, but, this guy. I mean, those what, don't matter for I, this week. There's a couple pictures of Little Wayne that aren't that bad, Lil Wayne. But I found this one and I'm like, dude, that he looks like the predator. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Outcast. Uh, this was a game we played last week, and we all made up, uh, well, we didn't make them up, we picked names out of a hat, and, uh, verbs out of a hat, or nouns, actually. No, they were verbs. Whatever. Just words. Uh, whatever. So we picked names and words out of a hat, and we two made... Two actor names and two words, didn't matter if they were nouns or verbs there or adjectives or whatever. And... We had to make a, make a movie title. With those actors and, and with the... Exactly. So, Nick ended up winning... On the poll on Facebook. And that was a very narrow margin, only because nobody took nobody really took part in the poll. Well, you know. Maybe, I still, I had no, nobody voted for Maybe mine. they don't know where to vote, so they can go to www.facebook.com slash heymyman. I would hope that anyone that, obviously anybody that heard my Judge Judy and Roseanne <laughs> pitch. 
Good they, touch, they, bad touch. Yeah, they they must have been so blown away. They just they just figured someone else was going to vote, and they did, didn't get around to it. But I got zero votes. But Nick ended up winning with Rockstar Nuts. I don't like to lose, but I I still want to say Arson Cars was a thing of beauty. It was a good one. No, the first one I had with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. You, and you just got to steal Lou's thunder, don't you? <laughs> oh, Lou was Rockstar Nuts. No. He was Rockstar. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was Arson Cars. Arson Cars. But like I said, I was giving props to yeah. Lou, and then Nick talks about Lou. Lou did do a very good happening. job. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, Steve remembers. So we're get. I do. And we're going to give Nick his props right here. Yay. All right. We got some... Uh, some news? Yeah. If you, I'll kick it to myself, Steve. I got Take it. it to yourself. All right. Take it away. Yeah. Again, I wish I had some sort of... Um, some music to... Uh, give to myself the uh in march on march 4th a guy in now this is just english people are weird to me yeah no this is this is a, a guy dressed as batman walked into a police department in the uk did you see that mm-hmm. carrying a 27 year old walking in with a 27 year old male subject um who he had taken into custody this is in west yorkshire um he's dressed in full studio batman costume Look like a one from like the sixties Batman. Yeah. Not the no, yeah, cool not, one not from now. Not, not the, that's, that's the abs no, Batman. And... Not Dark Knight. Okay. Not even the Tim Burton yeah. Burton Batman. No, the TV show Batman. And um he brought this guy in and the guy ended up getting charged with handling stolen goods and fraud related offenses. So what's strange about that? Uh the guy walked no, but they never identified the guy. Yeah, he's Batman. That's it. But he's not even a cool Batman. He's the one with the purple, right? It's not purple. It's like a dark it's purple. Purple and it's gray. Like, it's like Wesley Snipes color. I don't know what that is. It's not necessarily fraud, like black. It. It's not blue. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like in between somewhere. But it's it's so dark it almost takes on a color of its own. Either way, he it's, had the cowl. He had the... Did he have the Adam West... You saw a picture? Yeah. Did he have an Adam west S belly? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the guy awesome. was not in shape. But, you, I mean, obviously the guy's taking himself seriously. Very. Because, you know, and, and how did the police... I mean, I understand he did them a favor. This was obviously a guy they were looking for, but at what at some level, don't they say like, well, we also need to identify you for the, for the police? Report. Why would they need that? You don't well, need it's that. A, it's important to find out if the guy because you he made a citizen back and say this guy. Go ahead. I was gonna say, let's just think about this. In England, these guys don't carry guns. They do stuff a lot different than here. Don't they so maybe the, they didn't need to identify. Don't they carry the bobby sticks or yeah. uh, whatever they're called. So let's not even try to think of why they what they do. There's no, no rhyme or reason to it. It's it's very hard to understand where they're coming from. I mean, they think Russell Brand is funny. Also, I don't know if they'd necessarily Rick do Gervais think that hilarious. Russell Brand is funny. I think they kind of just Nobody, said, hey, they you want him? him over the pile. You yeah, got him. Exactly. Nobody thinks he's funny. Well, anyway. So he was funny I, in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Then after, and then and I when wanted, they, when they I was rooting movie. for him. I'm like, dude, go out on top and just live you love when people go out on top it never happens (laughs) well name one person that has never been funny when someone funny wrote something for them you know what i mean it's it's, if you if you can read uh, i mean this obviously he's used to being on stage because he's a comedian Mm -hmm. so if you can deliver the lines and and they wrote i'm assuming that character based around his right so you couldn't help but be funny. It was a talent scout that saw in him, like, this is the perfect guy to fill this role. So, Do you think that talent him. scout is now fired? I don't know. No, because he did well in that movie. I think that guy said, I'm going out on top. And that's it for Russell Brand. I discovered Brand. Russell Brand. He, well, no. He, yeah, Undiscovered I Russell Brand. Role, I would not go telling people that. And, I, and I'm moving away from it. Have you ever seen that Brand X? 
Mm-mm. I haven't even given it one second. Yeah, I, I mean, he is so obnoxious. Russell Brand. I remember the Nick once said he doesn't mind him so much. He's like, eh, it's accidental. I, I, I know. Honestly, I don't. I don't know how that's possible. Just I don't know. It's, it, uh, usually they really uh, bother me, but he doesn't. All right, this story is going to be a little bit darker. So right. if anybody you know gets depressed or hurt or bothered, you can go ahead and. Uh, well, don't turn off your radio. No, don't do that at all. Or your cell phone, I should say. We'll we'll cheer you up in a little bit. All right, this comes out of Norway, so you know right away it's going to be crazy. I'm thinking the only the last time we heard news from Norway, it was a a a, a major mass killing right at a school. I'm thinking this is something black metal related. It's not. Those I was going to say Vikings, major you know catastrophes or mass murders or black metal or all three, <laughs> yeah. all three. But this one, um, teacher lets students, this is the title, teacher lets students taste her blood at Norway kindergarten. What? So a teacher basically came in, it doesn't say what subject she taught, I'm hoping it was at least science or health or something, and she brought in some blood from home. Didn't, like, cut herself. She just has blood laying around? She brought in a blood sample from home. I don't know where, where the blood came from, assuming it's hers. And she put it on a plate, and she had all the kids touch the blood. Why and is that? I don't know. One of the kids reportedly asked her, well, I got blood on my hand. What do I do? And she put the, t- the blood in her mouth and sucked it off her finger and so on and so on. So at least for sure they know one of the kids sucked the blood off his finger watching because the teacher. Uh, I mean, wh- what are people thinking? Were people over there outraged? No, they were fine with it. I was saying, because I don't know actually, how they operate This over is there. actually a promotional piece for the school. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course they're outraged. I don't know. They're even all in the Nor- vampires out there. Even in Norway, that that's outrageous. Well, let me go a step further. This isn't the first time that a teacher has given kids something to eat. There was a, a year ago in L.A., a teacher gave the kids semen to eat, if you remember. And that happened here in our country. Yeah. So before you're going to bash... What's worse? I don't think there's a question, Steve. I don't think there's a question. If, 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 you're, yeah. if your kid came home from school yeah. and was like, yeah, I had a teaspoonful of semen... <laughs> Well, oh, what was the <laughs> circumstances surrounding that? Like this guy, it was also think, a teacher. To, yeah, the, that was a teacher too. Yeah, kindergarten. I, I don't think any of them were justifiable. Kids, I don't remember because what what kid that had any you know was knowledgeable at all would be like. Well, I didn't know ah. if it was like, hey, we're all gonna drink this. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't it wasn't know. it wasn't told them that it was semen. No. What, yeah, what, but I didn't know if he tricked they, them or they were little enough that it was like, I'll hey, you, you just what. drink this because you're you know. Steve got tricked. <laughs> posing for gay pornography. So it was, I'm, I'm assuming that if someone asked all, Steve and they said, hey, no, let me tell you this. Let's not besmirch my name, all right? It was not gay pornography. It was gay pornography, but you didn't know you were going to... That Basically, that ad or that picture was bought then by another publication. Who, Dude, I'm telling you right now, I'd be... If I were you, I'd be proud. I'd be like, hey, I, I got it. I can't believe you wouldn't be suing. I think you have some grounds there. I guess, what, did you sign a waiver that said they could do whatever they want? for? Them? I don't want to get back into this too I much. I, yeah, I, do no. want, I do want to kind of get back into I it. I do want to say, to no gay porn for me. No, that's not that what that was. Wait, no gay porn for you what? Looking at? I don't look at it. I don't participate in it. I'm good. You, you uh, knowingly, let's let's be honest. Knowingly, no. you don't knowingly. So if someone I came mean, to you and said, hey, we just want to take. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. That's fine. So but... if somebody said, hey, we want to take a picture of you shirtless from your waist up. Yeah, but how is that? We're gonna do whatever we want with porn? it. Maybe they're gonna put it like in an ad or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, okay, Playboy is considered porn by some. Yeah, but people are n- naked there. Okay, but you all. Well, here's the thing. Do you consider you, going to a beach? Porno? I would consider anything that is masturbatory material porn. 
So going to so a beach is porn to you? No. Or, so they, so the uh, Victoria's Secrets catalog? Yeah, I guess. Or I Kmart ad. But I'm, I'm saying your picture, and correct me if I'm wrong, was put in a magazine called BOI, a right. magazine, okay. for homosexual males. All right. And you were modeling or shirtless for some, why else would they want you in there? They don't put, they don't put ugly girls in magazines. Somebody are, must are, have liked what they saw. Right. And that's how that's, you got in the magazine. Yeah, don't be, don't be, uh. Yeah, but are the bra ladies in the Kmart ad, are they porn stars? No, but I mean, they're not, the, the, the they're idea. They're there for the same reason. No, they're there to sell a product. You were there to sell a t-shirt, but there was no t-shirt in sight. It was hanging from my pants. Right. So if I'm, if I'm a company and I'm trying to sell t-shirts, I'm going to make you wear the t-shirt. It's, Did that's somebody a very tell abstra- you to hang it from your very, pants? Who came up, who came marketed this? this All right. Next news story. Next news story. <laughs> oh my God. So you, you knowingly. Next news story. Um, the legendary Nick, you know what? Before I do this, go ahead with your uh, your wrestling news. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Maybe to take you by surprise. Randy Savage's brother. Uh, we'll move back a little bit. Apparently, Randy Savage died in 2011. No, we're talking about Randy Macho Man. Randy Macho Randy Man Macho Savage. Man. Not Randy Thomas Savage. Snap it to a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Died in 2011. Savage. I think it was May. His brother is. <laughs> no, the, is that because of the article or you remember? You no, it was, they, it said it in the article. It was, it was I didn't even know he was him. dead until I saw this. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. I know I played you that rap song. Yeah, but he was rapping it was about another guy that died. About Mr. Perfect. Yeah, it was excellent. Go ahead. All right. Um, so his brother is going around trying to get, I think, 5,000 signatures. They're already on like 2,500. He's petitioning the White House to make the day that Randy Savage died either a federal holiday or at least a national day of recognition for the man that was Macho Man Randy Savage. And I guess his brother's saying, hey, you know, this guy brought joy to millions of people by a wrestler. People were entertained by his Slim Jim commercials. And this guy, anyone that he was around was just, you know, it brightened their day. That's his brother's contention. Right. How did the White House respond? I think they did respond, did they not? No, you'd have I, I, I think I, you have to have so many signatures. Yeah, it's, it's only it's not it's like four or five thousand. That's all you have he to have. He wasn't even the it. best wrestler of his generation. No, but he was a he was a big personality during I that guess. Time. Not enough. Are we to gonna, be, not to, not to have, a are we have Ultimate Warrior Day and Hulk Hogan Day? Ric Flair Day? I, I'll be honest with you. This might offend some people or hurt some people's feelings, but anything having to do with wrestling, I think we should just go away forever. What do you think about Steve saying he wasn't even the best wrestler of his time? Like, Steve had really thought of him. I did. Do. Because I, this is a guy oh, yeah. who likes wrestling. He's going to try to pretend like he doesn't. I used to like wrestling. I tried to bring it back. Didn't how work. Do, how, well, I don't understand what that means. It comes back on its own like every five years. No, I mean, I tried to bring it back in my mind, and it, it didn't work for can you, me. Can you explain to me what... Like, you tried to start watching I, I watched. I tried to watch like an episode. Like, you were going to watch it, get into it, and then try to get some other people into it. No, That's I wasn't going to try to get anybody into it. So how was it going to come... It was just going to come back It was going to come you. back for me, yeah, exactly. But it, it didn't make the comeback that I had anticipated. How long ago so, was this? Uh, three weeks ago? Something like a month ago? Maybe. What's What's going on in the wrestling world now? <sighs> I only watched a little bit, not much. The rocks back, you know things of that nature. All right, I, let's not. I don't want to waste any time talking. I didn't think you any, did. Any adults that, that have care anything <laughs> about wrestling, I I would say, hey, if if you do like light wrestling, we we're always on the lookout for for more podcast listeners. But I'm telling you right now, if you're a person, if you're a grown man <laughs> that watches wrestling and knows the storylines, 
Please turn your, please delete us from your Stitcher, delete us from your iTunes, and then go. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Go upstairs and 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 tell your mom oh, wow. that you got. You know, these guys made you really upset. Would you agree? I mean, I just, I just can't look someone in the face. You know what? I, I don't agree with that. That's because you like wrestling. No, it's not you, because I don't like wrestling. I it's because I don't care if I did like wrestling. I don't care if live and let people live. know that I like wrestling. Let's do a poll. I I don't really want to talk poll? about it. But let's do a poll. If enough, if we can get fifty people, no, let's say twenty five people to say yes, we'll have a, a a podcast that's like we'll spend thirty minutes on talking about wrestling. I'll tell you what. If you get 30 people to say that they're into wrestling, I'll watch wrestling and I will review the... Uh, the the you, WrestleMania? No, not, I'm not paying for it. Uh, I'll, I'll watch well, the... Uh, go to Hooters. It's free. I'll watch it at my house. All right. I, I'm not going to be in public watching wrestling. That's one thing that's never I can buy you happen. an Austin 316 shirt and everything. You could. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling, funny. real quick, uh, real, real sad day a uh, little I bit ago. I said Paul Bearer died. Yeah. Did it win? Oh, maybe I didn't. No, you didn't. Paul Bearer died. Can you Moving believe on. that that was like <laughs> news on like CNN, Dude. MSNBC, and Fox? Like they put that on the ticker. He was the like Undertaker's it was a big deal. manager. Was Again, awesome. obviously, you say this with some sort of. Pay. I mean, I, you, I was a kid when this happened. He just died. No, when 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 that was, he was big. I was like twelve. Yeah, and it was I, I awesome. Was, Listen, I, I, I was Hulk, already married. And, if Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Randy Savage, um, The Rock, if one of those guys dies, that's news. Paul Bear, if he dies, that's news. It's news. That, yeah, no, that's like that's like. No, it's not news. At all. I should have been reading on, about that on the internet ten years from now by accident and going, "Oh, that guy died." Shit. <laughs> you shouldn't even know who Paul Bear was. That his dude. You know what? I, honor the of, only reason I know who he is is because it's like the his name's the play on words. I want to. I want to <laughs> see if we can get a. I'm glad we don't even know his real name. By the way, it says it in, in honor movie. of Paul Bearer dying. I want to add the fourth seat. Dickhead face of the week. Wow. To Paul Bearer. Can we get an honorary? We cannot Paul give Bearer him a posthumous there? dickhead face of the week. You don't think so? <sighs> he didn't even have a dickhead face. He was just a fat guy. I'm I'm I'd be willing to bet that you're wrong. I'd be willing to bet that he he buries Donald Trump. Mm. That is a dickhead face, but I don't think it's good enough to take anyone that we have. So you, so you don't want to. I, I think Macaulay Culkin can jump in and take over for Paul Bear on wrestling. Is he still in wrestling, or was he before he died? No, I, what, I don't what know. His I don't know. Be? I don't know. Nick, interestingly enough, I wanted to ask you. I don't want to. I don't want to go back to this, Steve, because I know you get really offended. But how much would it take you to if someone wanted to take your picture and put it in a gay publication again? No, Nick, for free. That's that's good enough for me. We're moving on. Uh, what else? You know, you are you? Were you answering me that you do it for free? No, I'm saying oh, well, someone's saying that you need to do it for free. Let that go. No. Or someone's saying we're how gonna much, pay you. I just said how much would it cost for someone to take a picture of you and say, "Hey, I would like to take a picture of you." Same situation, just topless, Sh- topless, no shirt. I have to consult with my wife on that and see. And I, 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 I direct the person Here's to the talk to her, wife, like, "Hey, you come wife, out with the price." Your wife tells you. It's your body. You do what you want. She has. I'm just throwing this at you. I would tell. What's the price? I would tell her I'm not giving a price. You're gonna make up the price. Come on, you can't. You wouldn't give. You you're, you're not gonna throw a price out there. Fifty five hundred bucks. That's, that's the most that's random a, price in the world. I think it's a pretty good price. Fifty five hundred bucks. Now, and would could. And you're allowed to Photoshop it, make it look however you want. No, they're just going to keep it how it is. But they would have. They can now, Photoshop out the po- tattoos. They can pose you though, not with another no. person. Not with another person. With the, this is just hands on hips. 
What's the pose that you're doing for 5,500? Pretty much just standing stoic like this, just no expression. No one can see, but Nick is standing with his hands over his crotch in a folded manner, uh, pecks out <laughs> with his eyes closed. Pecks not out, eyes open. <laughs> All right. So $5,500 is that number. What about you? I would be thrilled, man. Honestly, I would probably, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say two grand, two grand. That, 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 a 5,500. I mean, they would probably rather have a picture of you. However, you never know. I mean, they're different strokes for different folks, but uh, boo, I didn't know it was quick enough to get to the, uh, I think in some communities you may be known as a bear. No, a bear is not a power bottom a bear, power is, bottom. A bear is a, like a hairy guy. Oh, I'm pretty sure. All right. I trust you though, Steve. So I mean, you, you seem to be more. You've been in gay porn. I've not yet. Whatever Kevin James would be, he would be. I yeah. I would uh, or George Costanza. Costanza would be a bear, I think. <laughs> I think he's hairy. Yeah. He has his weird weird boobs. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Weird. Jason Alexander doesn't have weird <laughs> boobs. I like how the fact that we just we don't even give the guy credit enough to say his real name. Like Nick is good at that. Like he'll, he just refers to everyone as like his favorite character they played. That's that's how they're somebody going. today. I got into it with somebody because they were talking about Reginald like Johnson. Oh yeah, and he was going, "Oh, that guy should always be referred to as Carl Winslow." I go, "No, he should always Al be Powell. referred to as Al Powell." And yeah. the dude was like, "No." Since we're talking about um, now that is the guy that we're and on top. Carl Winslow. I just heard recently that he's gay. Dude, where have you been? I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't even hear what he just said. How, how did you not hear? You, you, I was wanted to say something else. Go ahead. Tell him what you just uh, said. Carl Winslow is gay. I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't know that either. What? Yeah. You didn't know that Reginald Bell Johnson was gay? Mm-mm. No. You knew that, Nick. I swear to God I didn't know. Oh, my It's Lord. not like he's George Takai. Like, I, would, I knew that. That he's definitely a, a bigger celebrity than George Takai. No, he's not. No, you know he why is? he's not? Because that is the guy that he's went watching. out on top. He's Oh, Reginald Bill Johnson? Yeah. I did, he did a he lot did of... Die Hard 2, gave the salute to Hollywood, and said, see you later. Wait, wasn't Family Matters before Die Hard 2? Or after Die Hard 2? I think you know, it was all in and around the same time. <laughs> you really just had to shit on his point? No, I think it all. I think Die Hard 2 is like 1990. All right. I would trust Nick on this. Yeah. He's usually pretty good about that. All right. Um, where were we going with that? I don't even know anymore. Oh, what? Wait. So we were talking about Reginald Bell Johnson. How did we get on Reginald Bell Johnson? I said that because someone was claiming that his best role is Carl Lindsay. I go, absolutely not. I know. Rewind one more. What were we talking about that brought us to that? Um, Anybody? Anybody? Nothing. I just talk and I don't really have a point most of the time. Uh, What was the last thing we were talking about? Well, do you have any more stories for us? No, I think we were just, uh, oh, we were talking about how you were involved in gay porn. Oh my God. Good God. I think we can get off that now. Uh, no, that's uh, all the news stories I have for today. But you know what? Nick had some uh, sports-related things he wanted to talk about. And oddly enough, I recorded an in- I finally got an intro. So this is going to be, we'll see how this works out. All right, uh, Steve, I'm sure you heard about this. A few months ago... I'd like to have another poll to see if people like that or not. (laughs) Kurt Warner made a comment that... And Kurt Warner, obviously a very successful NFL player, says that he would not want his his sons to play football because of the concussion issues and some of the health issues. And I believe Trey Aikman came out and said the same thing. Also very successful. He also didn't remember saying it, though. (laughs) Yeah. 
So <laughs> was that a joke? Yeah. Oh. People were saying, oh, it's a Troy Aikman concussion oh. joke. People were saying, oh, you know, football will never go away. You know, it's too good to me. People yeah. like it. But I was thinking about back flashback to like the 70s or 80s with boxing. And I know Dave is a big fan of boxing still, but people don't even watch boxing anymore. You nope. might hear somebody talk about Pacquiao. ESPN may cover like certain things here and there. But mm-hmm. for the most part, the sports just it's not covered anymore. Football. And um well, you know what's funny? Last night, um, actually, like... A- well, hold on, hold on. Before you go any farther, my whole point was, hey, fo- uh, boxing back in the 70s and 80s was the big thing. Back in the 60s, apparently, when there was only three channels, there would be sometimes three fights a week. So it was the biggest sport by far. But if... Th- so my thing is, if that can go, football, I think, could... And obviously, I don't want it to go. I like it, but... I think football could go. I think it's going to be... In like the future, away, yeah. In the future, I don't want my kid playing football. I, I, there's no reason. I doubt for that it. anybody that sprung from your loins <laughs> could play football. Go on. Um, <laughs> I, no, it, it's. I think it's going to end up being um, underprivileged kids or kids who need to play football to survive. Well, I, w- I was explaining to you. Me. Know what I mean? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know what? I don't know what you mean. Please expound. Here's what I mean: uh, kids who uh, whose families are you know, in a bad economic state, they're going to play football because they have to play football to make that money to support their... box? Because that's usually who boxes as well. A lot cheaper. But that's what football is going to be. I, what? It just... It, the people who... I, I don't know how to explain it. There, there's going to be... It's like... Uh, I don't want to say the, the army or something, but it, it's people who have very limited choices. Yeah, but, the, but you're talking about high school football. To make it to the only very few people. There probably the isn't going to be high school football anymore. I, I see what Steve's saying. He's saying these people are playing just for the, hoping that they're going to go pro and make all the money. Exactly. So their isn't got that money. What, what I think in dreams the, and uh, what was the I, what's the documentary uh, from back in the uh, like the Jordan era that they had? Was a hoop dream? No, that was a movie. I think that you that know what I'm talking about? high yeah, school football is is going to be completely eliminated in, within the next twenty years, and kids in high school they they're not going to play for their high school. They're going to play in separate, uh, separate leagues, independent that, leagues from that, the school that doesn't that don't make the high schools accountable for injuries, concussions, stuff like that. So if they want to play football, they can go over here and play football, but they're not going to be playing for their school because it's, there's too much liability there. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't push my kid toward or away from. I would probably keep him away from football because I'm I've always liked being competitive myself and. I, I like the idea of, of wrestling. Box. As far as sports, they're all dangerous. I would say boxing is probably even more dangerous. You know, you're getting, you're, and I guess when you're younger, you're wearing helmets and stuff, but as, you know, protective gear, you're getting punched in the head. Well, I definitely think it's more dangerous, which is why, but, one I mean, of the reasons like, why people kind of moved I, away from it. I think them. football and hockey and some of these, like, higher pace sports, all it takes is one hit in the right place at the right time, and you're that's it for you. Yeah. You'd be paralyzed. I mean, that's the same thing that could happen yeah. in boxing, but I think... In but football, that's not even the, tendency, the most dangerous part. I'm just, I'm just saying the tenant, the tendency to be able to get hurt in football, I think, is far greater young while you're younger because even with the protective gear, I mean, you get hit. It's the one that you don't see coming. You know that could that could right. sideline you. And then what do you got? But I, I feel like, you know, with especially the way team sports are, schools are, and and how people are toward our youth. Everyone has to be a winner. Everybody, you know, everyone gets to be on the team. We're getting away from like the best people playing and the most prepared people playing, and it, 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 I think that starts getting dangerous at some level. Where wrestling, you know, 
you, everyone doesn't get to wrestle. I mean, you may wrestle a junior varsity or you may wrestle the scrubs if you don't, but you have to wrestle out in each weight class. The best guy in each weight class from your school is the guy who will wrestle the other person. But I've always appreciated both boxing and wrestling for the fact that it's, that's, I, I guess, sport at its most primal. It's man against man. There's nobody else in there to help you. That's what I was thinking about, you know, boxing. I had watched Ali a week or two ago, the one with Will Smith, and obviously the, ver- the fight at the end, people still say it's like the best boxing match ever. And I'm like, you know, I've never seen the real ones. I watched it on YouTube. And obviously the movie is dramatized quite a bit. But, I mean, it pretty much happened like that where uh, Muhammad Ali just let George Foreman punch himself out so he was too tired he couldn't do anything. And I would just say that it's way more dramatic because something something can happen at any minute. Someone can get knocked out. Somebody can, you know, get somebody can get knocked out. And it, 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 no, you can get caught. You can, there's other things that can happen. Yeah, but if we're talking well, about it, a mo- more it, dangerous sport, it, football is way more dangerous than than boxing. I think that the, your expectancy, your life expectancy in the NFL, we're talking at the pro level. Oh yeah, yeah. Your life expectancy for playing football is a hell of a lot shorter than it is in boxing. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem with boxing is you go on and on and on, and these guys have this competitive spirit and they don't want to quit. And sometimes your pride gets in the way, and you you know you want to fight the best guys, and new best guys pop up, and you're like, I don't want to leave my career without still testing myself. Yeah, but football players do that too. They do, but you're on a team. You're not the only person taking the abuse. Yeah, but if you're a lineman, you're taking abuse every play. My question is... It, they say it's like a small car accident every single play. I, and I don't doubt it. And I that's mean, why all these what? dudes end up with Bo- CTE. So. Both, both, both sports are, are brutal on your body. Fine. Why is... I mean, I lo- the only sport I really watch or follow at all is boxing. I mean, I, I like baseball. If you want to talk about a slow sport, baseball, you, you can't get any slower. But... I don't like hockey. I don't really, I mean, football's all right, but I'm the kind of guy that won't even, I don't care if I watch the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter to me. Well, just saying, the thing about football is if a team's up 40 to 10, you know, pretty much that thing's over. In boxing, there's never, especially back then, like when it was way better than it is now, there was, you could be winning the whole entire match and some guy get a, a good shot on you well, and knock when, you out. When you say better than it is now, you mean it was more publicized and it was more of a... When people, people, it just seems when people like actually now, cared about it. People are more concerned with getting paid in their life and like promoting themselves outside of boxing. Exactly. The sport was I. a little e. more pure back then. But, but here's I.e. Floyd Money Mayweather. I, I think that... Going into the WWE to promote his fights. Your ignorance, and not disrespectfully, but you're ignorant because you're not into boxing, you don't follow boxing. It does seem that way. But there are still a lot of, like, everybody doesn't fight on, even some of the big fight. they don't always fight on pay-per-view. Some of these guys fight on HBO, Showtime. Yeah, they fight on the HBO fights. to their tens of fans, and no, it's not as big as it was. I, I think in the middle-class white or lower or middle-class white community, it's not. So what community but, is it fun to watch To watch it? Oh, I mean, it's definitely huge in, in Hispanic culture. It's it's really, that's probably its biggest market. And now even more, like the Philippines, they have a lot of really good fighters. But the problem is, it seems to me, besides Floyd Mayweather, who is like awesome as far as marketing himself, being the bad guy and getting people to want to watch, they want to watch him lose. See, isn't, but, he, isn't he supposed to draw fans that don't watch? Because he makes me not want to watch. But the thing is, you get a guy like, for just for instance, Pacquiao because he's a big name, and you go, hey, Pacquiao's going to fight Mayweather potentially, and a guy like you who might not normally watch boxing is going to go, oh, I'd lo- I think Pacquiao because the media's made him you know into this great super guy. You're going to be like, 
I wouldn't normally watch it, but if someone's going to watch it, I'm going to go over there and watch because I want to see this guy pound Floyd into the ground, which isn't going to happen. The fight, nor I highly doubt Manny would even, I don't think he would beat him. And if he did, it's one of those things that's how Manny got beat. It's that lucky punch, but Floyd is so elusive. Bottom, <clears throat> regardless, I, I just don't understand how boxing all of a sudden, it, to me, because I'm involved in just like with hockey now, especially around Chicago, like every Facebook status, everyone you hear is Blackhawks this, Blackhawks that. It's like, well, where were you three years oh, ago? Well, you're you're bound to see a decline right now since yesterday. Okay, e- either way, I mean, or Friday. The fact that the point I'm trying to make is, hockey is to me still isn't that big of a sport in Chicago. It is right now because the Blackhawks are doing well and they they did well a couple years ago. And it's the fourth e- biggest sport I mean, in America. Even like, even like, like when the Sox won the next couple of years, it were like, everyone was, you know, talking their shit and bragging that we're glad I was fans. living in California at that time. And, and they, yeah. they just kind of, I mean, now it's just back to, back to the norm because you can, you can only carry that so long. And then when your team sucks for the next, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years after that, it's like, well, I mean, you, the only thing they have to do is make fun of Cubs fans because their teams always suck. But, um, I don't watch ESPN, so I don't know. I mean, Last night, like I said, that that was like um, Bernard Hopkins won the seventh time at 48 years old. This guy beat a guy well his junior. There was a short little thing on it. But that's the thing is like this dude did something that was pretty much unheard of. I think the only person that um, held a title or got a title older than him was I think Archie Moore. Well, it was George Foreman. No, it's not. How old was he when he won? Uh, I want to say 46. He was younger because when, when the last time Bernard Hopkins won and took the title, they were, that's when they were bringing up the Foreman thing. But now I think Archie Moore is the only one that was older that was still fighting at that level. But are you upset that ESPN didn't cover it as much as it should have been covered? I didn't watch. So I don't know. I was asking, I figured they didn't. And my thing is it's, it's, it's no different than a radio station saying, this is what we want right now to be popular. You know, um, the way that music executives used to come in and, and pay disc jockeys with cocaine and, and, and money to play their band. That's who the media is who decides what's popular and what's not popular. And, and that's why people ESPN's behind them that joke. motivate that and promote that. I promise you, like I had uh, the first fight I've ever, I don't even know if I'm sure Nick watched Tyson, but beyond that, when I first met him, he's like, I don't really watch boxing. And I brought him over and I had a fight. I don't remember who it was like Pacquiao and uh, Shane Mosley or no, it was before that one. I don't remember who it was, but it, it was it was a really dull, boring fight. It, I was, ex- you know, I'm thinking, hey, you know, this is going to be a good one. Pacquiao's going to be dynamite, and he's going to come out. But it seemed like he was ill prepared, or wasn't really. It wasn't that. It wasn't exciting. So I'm like, damn. Right away, you know, people were going to. I got a bunch of people that aren't boxing people to come over and watch this because I was hoping to do what you were going to try to do with wrestling is get bring, some bring get, it back. Yeah, get some uh, some wind <laughs> behind it because I want people. I want to have friends that like boxing so I could talk boxing and. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but I think Nick saw in that, hey, you know, this might be kind of cool. So I'm hoping, and I watch every pay-per-view by myself. I spend $72 every pay-per-view event, and I watch every single one, even if I'm, I don't really care who the fighters are so much, because I, that's, you know, that's how I like boxing. Or, I mean, that's how, how much I like boxing. It, no different than when you ask a guy, like, who's your favorite football team? They go, I, I like football. Hey, who's your favorite team? No, I, I like football. I like whatever. I'll watch whatever's on. I love the football. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like that. It's just how I yeah. am with boxing. I'll, I'll watch boxing in Spanish and just turn the sound <laughs> off. And then I'll watch Sabado Gigante with the sound off after that. Well, there was an article that I was reading <laughs> on this boxing website that was kind of talking about this guy gave his theories and why it's not, why it's 
not like it was. And one of the biggest things was obviously now apparently the, the heavyweight, which was was the most popular uh, weight class. Right. I guess Europeans are dominating the heavyweight. There's the two Russian brothers. Well, yeah, uh, I think Vladimir's retired now. Vitaly. But they just don't have the draw. But he was saying the big thing now is like he he pointed out uh, uh, the Mayweather thing is he was claiming that like Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, all these uh, boxers that was bo- or boxing back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, these guys wanted to be the best. And the promoters weren't as big into it then as they are now. They were just starting to get their hold on it. But like Muhammad Ali, this guy just wanted to be the best. And he's saying that Mayweather doesn't have the drive to be able to, I mean, he's undefeated, but he doesn't, If I mean, if he really wanted to be the best, he would have fought Pacquiao. But, you know, the promoters are involved. Like you said, he's yeah, got a brand he's got to look out it's for. More, it wasn't lot, like that back then. I don't, of, I don't know if you can agree with that or not. Well, but. a lot of people want to jump on it and go like, oh, you know, he's not going to fight Manny because he's afraid Manny will give him too good of a fight or whatever. But there's a lot more to it. There's promoters behind it. And there's a lot But it has of, nothing to do with either one of them. Oh, they would. I guarantee if, if it was left to those two guys and there was no, you know, Floyd's got a, a perfect record. I don't think so. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because both of these guys are operating at such a high level. They're such alpha people. I can. I, I would be willing to bet anything that if these guys could go, obviously they want people to know who wins. And they wouldn't do it in a, in, a, in a, you know, in a gym somewhere where no one was watching. If the money was right, you know, these guys would definitely throw down. But now, if even you're more about- so... Floyd has nothing. He has nothing to gain now because as Manny lost in that last Marquez fight, if you're Floyd, you're just going to be like, well, the mystique is gone. And Manny had lost before, but he was riding high for the last like you know bunch of fights that he had. So if I'm Floyd, it's like, well, what do I have to gain by beating a guy who just lost? The only thing I have to do is lose because if I beat him, people are going to go, yeah, he got beaten his last fight, so you kind of got him on the tail end of his career. But he before that, though, he'd been dodging him for how many years? Understand, but like I said, that's where promoters and other other people get involved and, and there's other fights that like they say styles make fights and they're uh, floyd is very elusive i think for anybody to just be like oh manny and that's what you're gonna get like the the country camps where right away the people from the philippines are like dude man you know they'll get on the message board and you're dodging them and then floyd's people back and forth but i just i i think that people would be very surprised i don't think it would be as as uh the, the turnout would be what people want it to be but here's the thing that would be the biggest bout. I, I still think even now that would be the biggest draw. Those two names fighting each other. As time goes on, less and less people are going to care or be. You know what I mean? It's going to be like you know. But what, we, we're tired of, of hearing about it. We're tired of. But two three years ago, those promoters would have made a ton of money off of it. So I mean, obviously, I still think that Mayweather was just looking out for his a brand. Yeah, the guy's the guy has a perfect record. I mean, if you could retire from boxing with the perfect record. And have that one asterisk, like, well, people will say, well, you didn't, you didn't, this is the one guy that we, pound for pound, we said was the best, and you, you never fought him. And it's like, well, you can still say it wasn't me, the promoters, whatever the, whatever the case, but you would think that Floyd would want to, would always kick himself and say, you know, I didn't, I didn't well, fight Manny. Do you agree with what this guy's observation was that back in the, you know, Muhammad Ali era, back like in the 60s, 70s, like that fight would have happened? Don't you, do you yeah. believe that? Yeah, but. Uh, the, the problem is not just that it's European fighters that are that's the, the, the division they like to glorify well that was why he was exciting. saying that the heavyweight thing wasn't as big anymore the whole thing with Tyson and the fighters too, just weren't as like charismatic and I think the problem with Tyson was is like he was so electrifying everyone was like all about him but then like you know you're, you're paying for a piece with downhill knocking a guy out and like and then when he, yeah his his career took a dive and per, they 
his per, he was boxing to a lot of people who were into boxing because of him. And then when they smeared him, when everything happened with him, they're like, you know, hey, boxing is kind of a dirty sport. You know, these are the people that are involved in it. And they just kind of turn their back to it. But, I mean, baseball's made a rebound. And baseball, hockey's made rebounds from the strikes and all the pretentiousness right. in those sports. So I, I would I would contend that if 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 somebody asked me and really was wanted to get into boxing, and I would say, hey, I would tell you which fights to watch. I, I think I'd, I'd be able to pick knowing which ones are going to be good at this point. Well, obviously, too, in the article, he also talked about how MMA came on the scene about the time when boxing really started to fade, like in the 90s, and people were just more into that I'm for just whatever so, reason. I, I think because in the beginning of MMA, like the guys like Tank Abbott and, and people like that were everyday drunken fat bar joes that just liked to brawl, and people looked at that like, shit, I could do that. <laughs> I mean, this guy doesn't have any real skill. He's just in there throwing bolos and... And hoping to get a lucky knockout. He's got a hard head and a good chin, and that's really all it took until until you see Hoist Gracie come there and, and decimate all these people with his boring style of fighting that was, you know, very waiting and waiting and waiting until you get that opportunity. And, and I mean, just a, a tactician and a strategist. Before, before we get too far off it, can I uh, inject my one thought on boxing? What? Yeah. The most overpaid sport there is, athletes-wise. How much was Money Mayweather going to make for that fight if he was going to fight Pacquiao? A hundred million. That's that's ridiculous. But look at <laughs> that's here's the, the thing. stupidest thing I've you ever don't heard. You think he's earning that all money? The, no. All these all these guys, the money is only there because the promoters and and the people who are selling there's, their TV time. There's no getting, way they're making so much more money that they're able to give them that much. There's money. no way that that many people watch that to give Listen, him a hundred million dollars. And first well, of all, of course there is. They're no gonna have. A, they're not gonna, you think the promoters are taking a loss? They're gonna. They're gonna have a buildup of a. He's he's gonna make a hundred million dollars in one year. That's the stupidest you thing know, I've ever heard. Well, as we learned last was, week, you know he's what, only getting here's fifty. The here's the thing. Maybe it was fifty million a piece. Maybe that's, I misspoke. That's but either ridiculous. way, I say this for anybody who makes the argument that, um, you know, hey, athletes shouldn't get paid as much as you know uh, people that you know police officers and firemen and teachers and all that. I, I still stand by that, that argument that you, these other people only make as much, they make that much money because the people above them are making so much money, they can afford to pay them that. And those are the people who, f- who put asses in the seats. That's who makes the people above that, the Mike McCaskies of the world, uh, you know, and those kind of people rich because without them, you want to keep those people there. It's just, it's all about supply and demand. And all I'm saying is if, whatever he would make in one fight, in one in a year, he would make fifty million. That's yeah, but at that level, an absurdly I'm, stupid it is, number. It is, but I guess you could also say at that level or at any level of boxing. I mean, you could easily you could die in the ring, or you could get you could get completely. I'm, it is what it is. <laughs> Steve just crossed his fingers. Here's for hoping. Mayweather to uh, here's hoping <laughs> to take the last hey, fall in the ring. Let's let, let's bring Moving it to a, a to fine. a funny sport topic real quick. Uh, I just learned via deadspin.com that North Korea and uh, Kim Jong-un has created his own scoring for basketball, for NBA basketball. Is this, this is proposed. Excuse me? No, he, he uses the scoring on his own. I think he, like, scores the games. So he, he so it's has, like a fantasy basketball for or, Korea. Or, right? yeah, or I don't know if Korean basketball is actually scored like this. I'm not sure. Um, we but, research. Yeah, but it's three points for a dunk. Four points for a three-pointer that doesn't touch the rim, and eight points for a basket scored in the final three seconds. Did Dennis Rodman help him come up with this system? He might have, yeah, on his on his recent visit. 
Oh, and, and, and a missed free throw is minus one point. I just want to throw this in there. I would watch I, basketball so much more. I would too, because it's almost like that's like watching the Globetrotters. It makes it interesting. That makes to Blake me, basketball. Is, that makes Blake Griffin so much more valuable. Yeah, I was just gonna say it, it definitely levels the playing field. But um, <laughs> as far as Rodman going over there and being an ambassador for for the United States, <laughs> everyone's all up in arms and like, how can you go to this country who's you know obviously hates America and and yeah, but and, he doesn't. He doesn't hate Dennis Rodman. Well, regardless, I mean, I don't really care about Dennis Rodman. I, I, my thing is, if the guy took the risk of going over there, and maybe they they thought they could hold him, you know, hostage, and, and we would just be like, well, no, you can just no. you can just. Keep I don't him. think I don't think that's why Kim Jong Un was uh, bringing him over there. What do you think would happen if Dennis Rodman put his blood on a plate and then asked you to uh, put your finger in it and stick it in your mouth? You might. <laughs> I would not just be happy kill with the results automatically. That would yeah. be awful. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we give some love to Stitcher real quick? All right. Keep talking for a second while I find the ad. That's that's called preparation right there. Absolutely. I was lining up some uh, some cool comedy drops. Oh, okay. All right. Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smart way to listen to radio. And that's the truth. Uh, we're going to go. Wait, real quick. Before you All go, right. I just want to add something to that Stitcher ad. I put something on the... Um, the Facebook the other day, and I know some of the people that listen aren't going to our Facebook. www.facebook.com slash man Forward slash man Yeah, slash. Figure it out. Does anything ever use a, a, a No, figure, figure it out. Um, there's obviously, uh, there's descriptions on there of how to pa- how to post comments and how to rate episodes on, on both the uh, iTunes, the Stitcher, and the, um, the Podbean site. And the reason we want people to do that is... If you like the show and you give us high ratings and you give us good comments, the people at Stitcher, the people at iTunes, and the people at Podbean push us up as in the hierarchy of uh, podcasts on their web, that they host on their websites, and they may throw us in as the podcast of, to, of the week. They will advertise for us. So we get might get listeners. a few more listeners to add to the community. It doesn't cost anybody anything to do that except for a couple seconds of time, and if you are confused on how to do it, I'm not going to go into it here, but I, I posted it on the Facebook page, so check it out. Please take a couple seconds, take, you know, get involved in the polls, um, be involved in, in leaving comments. You're on the page it, anyway. You yeah, might as it, well do it. It gives us an opportunity to um, streamline what people like and what they don't like and, you know, hopefully make a better show for everybody. It helps us to. Even if you idea. think we suck, tell us we suck. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. We'll probably take that comment off, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. I won't. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there as far as. I mean, that doesn't really necessarily have to just do with the Stitcher, but, you know, leaving comments is is going to help us. And I know it's a huge, for some reason, a huge pain in the ass for people <laughs> to take that extra step. But if you like the podcast, you want us to keep doing it. And and I just want to say, I mean, when me and Nick started doing this in the car last year, like almost less than a year ago, but getting coming up on a year, we had, you know, myself and Nick, our wives and our close family. So we had like maybe 10 listeners and I mean, now we're hovering at about, I mean, some episodes have a thousand, some have, you know, they're, they're all, it's been crazy the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. the, the amount of traffic. So something's going on out there. Somebody's liking it. Something good. But let us know you're liking it. It's, it's, it's stressful for us because we, it, obviously people are liking it and telling other people, but don't we, trust we, that other people will do it for you. We want to, we want to know how to best make it interesting for the greatest amount of people and to get our, our name out there. So if you heard about us on Facebook, if you heard about us from a friend, if you heard about us on any of those other sites, Podbean, iTunes, let us know where you heard about us. 
We have a Twitter. It's at HeyMyMan2012. Um, each of us have our own um, handle, Twitter handle, which yeah. you can find on the Podbean site. is a direct link. So if you go down on the right-hand side, find a picture of each one of us with our name on it. It'll click right through to our Twitter so you can add us there. And what we want to do is we're all starting to be a lot more active on Twitter. And every week we're going to go around and we're going to pick a tweet of the week and basically, you know, give something back to the people that make us laugh and the people we enjoy. So we're hoping you'll do that in return. So what we're going to do is we, we pick, each pick the tweet of the week this week. And we're going to read the tweet. We're going to give out the um, at handle, the handle. For, for, you know, the person who wrote those tweets. And we want you guys, the reason we do this is we want you to follow these people on Twitter. And if you're not on Twitter, you're missing out. And here's why. Uh, Twitter is a lot better than Facebook, in my opinion, because you don't have to see pictures of people's stupid kids. Well, you might still. You might. But it's less rampant. Here's what's annoying about Facebook. And I'm going to go on a diatribe for a minute. You say something that I think is mildly funny or ignorant or whatever, and I, I feel the need to comment on it. Now I comment on it, and immediately I got buyer's remorse because 30 other people are commenting. My phone's going off all day, and I know there's settings to, to make that not happen, but that's how lazy I am. So I just rather get super pissed off that now I, – then I tr- go back and I take my comment out. Now it's all – it's confusing for people who are trying to read the thread because my comment's no longer there. That's why Twitter is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, you have access to celebrities. You have access to like in the moment celebrity news, more accurate than Facebook. For some reason, people on Facebook like to tell you what the weather is in the same community you live in. I don't know why, and you know stupid shit like that. So my thing is, give Twitter a shot. A couple years ago, I was reading something um, in the newspaper from Forbes, and they were saying that like a lot of people were not into Twitter in the last couple of years because when they signed on to it. They found the format really hard to understand. They didn't get it. They didn't yeah. know what it was about. But in the last year, Twitter has kind of uh, streamlined their, you know, what the website's doing and how to how to get to certain celebrities and how to or, or people you want to yeah. follow. And it's way more easy to use. I, I think that if you want to laugh, I mean, Twitter is definitely a place where there's a lot of people who aren't comedians, average Joes, that are a lot funnier than a lot of the comedians you, you see. So. Or there's some small-time comedians even that we follow and they're funny. Yeah, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to give a, a shout-out to these people and basically uh, pick our tweets of the week. So, Nick, if you want to read yours first, go ahead and give the name of the person, their at handle, and then their tweet. This is at Shannon Woodward. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-W-O-O-D-W-A-R-D. And it goes, sometimes I try to convince people that I'm perfect, and then they see my tramp stamp. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine is from. Oh, yours is next, Steve. Go ahead. Well, it doesn't. No, matter. go ahead. Okay. Um, the shout out is for Brian Hope. It's at Brian Hope Comedy, B R I A N H O P E C O M E D Y, and uh, he says, "Our baby woke up in the other room while my wife and I were having sex. Great. Now I get to hear two people cry. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I did actually like that. <laughs> uh, mine is from the. The name of the account is Randomodium, and it's at T-O-R-R-A-M-I, at Tarami. If you're having trouble twerking, try it while, lay, try it while laying down. Ha! Now you're pregnant, you dumb bitch. 
<laughs> so that again is from Randomonium at T O R R A M I. And then we'll go to Twitter and we'll we'll let them know that we uh, threw their name out there on the podcast. And hopefully you guys will follow these people. And again, when I say at handle, that just means that means when you go to Twitter and you use the search function, you would put the at symbol and then you know the obviously the letters that, that follow that yeah, we told you. So that's our tweets of the week. Let me ask you guys something. Um, when you go to the grocery store, I, I went to the grocery store by myself today. And oh, well, congratulations. I know. I was pretty proud. Um, I, had, I had a hell of a time in there. Um, Why? I had a list and I couldn't find the things on the list, but I, I got to the store and I, I drove up. Do you know, real quick, there's like aisle things that tell you. Well, yeah, but the aisle doesn't say there's no buttermilk aisle. Or it, it, she sent me in for uh, cheddar cheese, mild cheddar, sharp cheddar, extra sharp cheddar. It's too I many. Just go with cheddar. It's there's no cheddar. It's mild, sharp, or extra sharp. Well, then I go with mild. You have to be specific. What if she wanted sharp? Well, then I'm going your, back to the in store. In your case, for sure, because you're you're gonna get your ass handed. Oh, I know. And I'm going back to the store. Well, I'll tell you that. Your wife's a chef, so <laughs> exactly. has to, you have to have like the right. If the flavor is a little bit off, it could totally Yukon potatoes. Yukon yellow potatoes. Couldn't find them anywhere. And? I had to call her at work. Say, hey. Did she tell you where they were in the store? No. I said, hey, they're not here. Green Giant, yellow, mini potatoes, they're fine. We're going with these. And then what? And then I asked her about the, sh- the Did the she cheddar. tell you that it really didn't make any difference? Yeah, she did. Yeah. But she did tell me uh, sharp cheese, which... Uh, Either way, it was good. Sharp cheese or sharp cheddar? Sharp cheddar. Eh, sharp cheese, whatever. Um, no, but when I drove to the store, I realized... I was actually texting both of you at the same time. While driving? While parked. When I when I parked. Just checking. But I realized that I park in the same exact spot every time I go to the grocery store. In the same area? No. Same exact spot. Next to that, uh, there's, there's a cart return, and I park next to it every time. And I, I, it's so Man. convenient. In, in, in normal fashion... Um... I'm going to give you a Ron's rule here real quick. This is a perfect segue into the Ron's rule. I was going to go with a different one this week, but I guarantee you right now, Ron, who's my father, when he listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, just shake his hand knowing or his head knowingly and be like, Steve is a complete idiot. You don't park. If you have any, I already can tell you where this is going. If you have no, if you don't care about your car, park it next to the cart corral. But here's the thing. Hold on. Big Ron parks his car at the farthest parking space in the lot. It doesn't matter if... It, well, he, first of all, nine times out of ten, he's not going to be getting out of the car. So he'll drop somebody off and then come and sit at the end of the parking lot. The grocery store trip is a pretty decently long trip. What does he do? Just sit in the car and listen to music? Rather than leave his car unattended in a, in a, in a strange parking lot, absolutely. Is there a familiar parking lot? The one at his business and his, in his, in his driveway. So that's the only it. one to leave his car unattended in? Uh, I could tell you that... If you, because he's so afraid of, you know, people are idiots and they'll just, you know, wing their cart toward that, you know, the corral or, you know, or they'll wedge the cart between the corral and your car if you're that next car, just so it doesn't blow away. I mean, how many people actually walk their, their, yeah, no, okay, you do. You're an exception to a Usually rule. I'll ghost push it. Like, See, like, this is the kind of asshole right here that'll, that'll. See, but no, here's, here's why I'm not I, concerned I don't do about that, this. But that happened to me a week ago. I would the comp the someone smashed something into the company car. A, a small child was doing a ghost push and but rode it and then jumped off and then pushed it farther. Ran right into my car and the mom and the kid's mom's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And there was no mark, but she was like, 
gosh, got the hell out of there quick before I can make an issue of it. I'll tell you that much. Here's why I'm not concerned about it, though. I drive an avalanche. It has plastic bumpers. That's okay. fine. What about the body? The doors, it, the doors are right next to the uh, cart hub thing. It's, it's nothing's gonna hit. Okay, that. that's so for you, that's fine. But I'm saying as a general rule, why would you tell everyone? No, everyone in the world doesn't drive an avalanche. Thank they, God they should. But well, are you saying this? If you didn't have an avalanche, let's say you had a Prius. No, I, I, I think that's the next best thing. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that for with every car from now on. Park right next to that because all you do is you leave the store. You put your groceries in the car, and then you walk two feet, put it away, and you're good to go. I think, it, I have to say this, the Avalanche is the brother of douchebags of cars. What? Oh, yeah. Why? Because you got a truck with a with a mini bed on it. The only thing that's good that about that... That is very that, inconvenient. The only thing that's good about it's that is bed. nobody ever asks you to help them move. Because they're like, I really don't want that truck in front of my new house. Right. That's not the first impression I want my neighbors to see. The only thing douchier than an Avalanche... I can't wait. In, a, ...in the truck is... A Jeep Wrangler. I want you to have something to move. I can't the, wait. A Jeep, the Jeep Wrangler is a used tampon of vehicles. That's bad. I mean, yeah. if you drive a Jeep Wrangler, you really have just given up. <laughs> it's like wearing sweatpants outside. But it's funny. Now, if you, let me just say this. If you wear, if you drive a Jeep Wrangler and you live on the like in Arizona or Colorado, it makes or sense. Somewhere, somewhere where there might terrain, not be roads. If you, yeah, if you've got the one with the winch and you might need to pull somebody out. But if you're driving around in Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana, wherever, in a Jeep Wrangler, and you don't have some at least a C cup, you have no excuse to be in a, in a Wrangler at all. I don't understand. So you think it's a woman car? Absolutely. What I mean, what I thought you, you were going with this. Like no one should just drive it. Period. No, no. Hot chicks can drive Jeep Wranglers. They pretty much can drive whatever. Yeah, but I guess. You see a dude getting out of like when I see a Jeep Wrangler pull up, I'm like. It's got to be. I have to wait to see because I'm thinking this is gonna be a hot chick coming out of this, like a, like a Miata. <laughs> I, I would Same never thing. assume that a hot chick is coming out of it. I'm hoping because I'm thinking otherwise it's gonna be like the biggest beta male you've ever seen in your life. Wait, what about like a, a like maybe a 65 year old nom vet that just is all about the military well, and spray painted that guy, green? That, that guy has stickers, Marine Corps sticker on. I already know. I'm sure. That, it's either maybe his daughter is going to be getting out of the, the, the Jeep, but the, he, that's a pass because you know okay, what? that's us. If, if you're a veteran and you're like, I like driving Jeeps because you know, man, we had Jeeps. And I can understand, you know, that's what I did. You can't drive a tank, so that's the next best thing. <laughs> Why for, does he talk like that? Tell everybody that was in Vietnam. Talk that was in infantry. That's how you hear them talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's isn't that how you hear them? Close. And we like to throw. I know, like a lot of our listeners like when we do accents and stuff, especially yeah. Steve's yeah. Jamaican accent and his English accent. <laughs> they were great. But just so you know, I park much like your dad does. My wife will put so much time and effort into getting a close spot, and I, I'm just like, hey, I'll just drop you off, and then I'll park way the hello out where I want to park, and then I'll go out and get the car and pick you up at the front. But here's another reason. I don't even the carts sucks. Yeah, but. People opening up your door and Absolutely. smashing into your I car. I was there by myself, though. Oh, wait. I thought you meant people in no, my car. No, someone parking Why next to you. Why would people in your car open the car door and rat smash into your car? Well, I thought that he meant smash into the, the No, like they're, them opening thing. up their door into your car. Because I look at it like Maybe this, I'm and I know not. your dad does, too. It's like, this. I, I just look at it in general as like, the person next to me is some asshole. They don't care if their car gets messed always. up. Always. It's always an asshole. Yeah. Am I, is that how your dad sees it? Uh yeah yeah I, I would know. guarantee that's how maybe I'm it. just not as concerned about this as you guys are I don't think I have yet to find something you're concerned about yeah I don't know. well unless you care about your property I need to, you know what I'd like to do is I'd like to have a, like a sit down between you and my dad 
and see if he could drop some knowledge where you, I mean, I know you think because you're liberal, you know, you're laid back and you're kind of a hipster and you're liberal that, you know, Hey, he's being a little bit paranoid. He's super paranoid <laughs> that, you know, Hey, this guy's a bit extreme, but I think that, uh, you could stand to have, I never said he was a bit extreme. I did. Oh, I'm okay. telling you he's extreme. All right. But everything, I, like I said, he, I know he takes pride in listening to the podcast and hearing me talk about this kind of stuff. Cause he had an incident like, a last week where he valet parked and he said he had to laugh to himself because he's he was piling his pockets <laughs> full of and you know this is a 62 year old guy who's still still operating in that same fashion yeah i was going to park my car this is when i was a lot younger i was taking a flight to florida or something and i had to park my i was going to be leaving my car to a hair for like a day or two and my dad's like hey he's like you better get that change out of that cup holder i'm like why it's all pennies he's like people will steal just the pennies and your removable face radio <laughs> Well, I didn't have one of those, but again, I the mentality to is put it under my seat. Right. Like if That's they really broke smart. into my car, they wouldn't. They wouldn't figure it out. Oh, my old man would be pissed because yeah. like you take the face off and put it in a glove compartment. He's exactly. Like, really? That's, a, that's the first place they're going to be looking for it. Here's a question: Do you guys? Uh, I'm sure you make a quick stop at the gas station for whatever you need, uh, and you run into the gas station. Will you ever leave your car on? No, no. Never? Are you crazy? I, I know. No. I know. I've, I've never done that. My dad actually taught me not to do that. Um, I was just wondering if you had, because I know people who, had, who who do that. And their car will get stolen. Right. Yeah. I almost would steal their car just on principle. <laughs> just drive <laughs> just it down the street. Yeah, no, just steal it around the block. sell it to a chop shop and be done with it. <laughs> I mean, don't, that's, I'm, I'm still one of those people that, like, hey, I don't want to see anybody get taken advantage of. But some people, man, they ask for it. I mean, that's just ignorant. I think yeah. even some gas stations, especially in Hammond, have signs saying, do like, not leave your car well, They want your car off. They want your car turned off when you're pumping gas. No, but it also says, I think there's, a, especially in Hammond, like by where your dad's shop at, there's a, one of them that has signs saying, do not leave your car unattended while running. There's some of them, there's some times though where it's, you know, dead of winter and it's early in the morning. It's cold. You want to get the car heated up, but it's not yet. And I go like, oh man, I really you know, want to leave actually, that car on. Uh, I worked for a company, uh, I worked for a gas station, like right out of high school, like on midnights, you know, running the cash mm -hmm. register. And they, you, we actually had to go to school and learn about gas and like, you know, all they, that was part of the like legality of it. They wanted you to be able to, you know, d to tell the difference between gas. Cause we had these little like uh, things on the counter that told, showed the quality of gas. And you, if somebody asked, they wanted you to be able to explain it with some mm -hmm. sort of knowledge. And I remember they were saying, you know, like for people who smoke cigarettes, um, you could drop a lit cigarette into a, into a bucket of gas. And yeah, it'll nothing. just go out. Yeah, it'll go out because it's the fumes that yeah. you know that that's what's going to be combustible, not the actual liquid gas. Science. And uh, what I thought was funny one night I was sitting behind the cash register and I had this like little Sony Watchman TV that my dad gave me, and this car came barreling in and just smashed the gas pump, like ran <laughs> into the gas pump, like took the thing out. And like I was waiting, like was I the did the drunk? duck and cover. I don't even remember. It was so long huh. ago, but I'm sure. But I think he didn't try to even get away. And the other guy was like, "Dude, he just came in. You know, he came in. And he's like, dude, I hit the. I'm like, yeah, the building is like 900 square feet, dude. I saw it. It has glass all around it. Like, if I didn't see, I definitely heard. I didn't even. I, I was like so dumbfounded because I was waiting. I think I like grabbed. I duck and cover. Yeah. I grabbed my head and I did like the old like fifth grade thing, like you know when they. Why case, do they do that? In case the Russians were that gonna bomb, not, they, like bomb drills. You know? That is not a feasible. Uh, Way to avoid getting killed in a tornado? Do, no, and uh, what was it? Was for a like tornado. a, I guess a, a nuclear bomb? Well, you're just then, protecting listen, the most vulnerable spot. And I think that the, yeah, but the if it's a nuclear also, bomb, just then, go like just sit there, enjoy the, your last minutes. I don't think it was necessarily only for nuclear bomb, but I think the schools were just saying, "Hey, we're doing something." 
We're, we're doing something. <laughs> Bottom line. That's we, weird. We want, and I think it's also, again... No, that's it, not, it, there's pointless. If you don't want the teacher saying, the hey, deck on the Titanic, off, you're done. They was, want some listen, sort it of... It was the government's mandate that I'm sure that these schools did this. And it was just the, our, their way of making us think our brother Russia was against us. It was I, a way of teaching... I thought about, it was our mother Russia. No, they're my brother. Mm. But I think it was a way where, like, again, the, the media, the government was saying, like, we need to do these drills because there's an eminent danger that, you know, this could happen. There's and obviously like, a liberal bias I'm going to grab the back of my neck this. with a book, and I'm going to sit with my head against the wall, and like you said, you know, a nuclear a holocaust, it's not going to do you any good. But no. I think, again, it's just the school saying, like, hey, we're taking some sort of proactive stance toward it. But anyway, this guy completely smashed a gas pump. And you wouldn't believe how many women just drove off with the with gas, the, with pump, the gas in. pump in their car and, and not drove off 10 feet, ripped it off. And we're like, Holy shit. I, dude, like, and this was before they got people, home with it. This was before people were like on their cell phones all the time. The people had like, they had cell phones. They were on their beepers. No, probably. But <laughs> they were, they would see them dragging the thing down the street and it, like it, it was rubber and they made a breakaway for that reason. But it's like, Really? You're not going to... And I would assume... You know, like, sometimes when your gas door is open and some dude's next to you, like, hey, your gas door is open on your car, and you're like... I never yeah, tell whatever. anybody. Uh, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Like, yeah. how do you, you tell some woman, like... I don't even know what the, the international <laughs> sign for that is. It's just I, ridiculous. <laughs> but leave it... Like I said, leave it to a woman to drive. I've never seen a man do that. I'm sure they've done it. Not. But that is definitely, like... Maybe drunk. Yeah, that's an excuse then. <laughs> yeah. But if you're stone cold sober, man, and you don't hear a thing like tearing exactly. off the side. But it's How funny because the guy came in and he's like, dude, I hit the gas pump. Like, yeah, no shit. Do you was not... gas spewing out? Yeah. Like, had to not be. like spewing out, but it was like he crushed the container. So the gas is underground. It's uh-huh. not like above ground in that. It pumps from under. It's like so, an oil well. Yeah, but it wasn't like spewing up like, you know, he had hit oil. It wasn't but, like Jed Clampett. Did you guys have to like, shut down the whole oil. gas station? <laughs> yeah. Well, fire department had to come, and they, they, they I don't remember how they really shut it down. Foam, probably. <laughs> yeah, but they have to stop it. They yeah. have to like, yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. But it, like I said, the, it, it was so matter of fact. Like the guys, like, hey man, I don't know if you're clear on this, but uh, do you know? I'll let you know. Like the gas pumps no longer there. Do you know what else is a big deal? We've gotten our first audio email. We did get our first audio email, and this audio email is from. Jim Ballard, who is a guy who's all over our Facebook page and is going to be a guest here when we our worlds collide. Um, we have to make it so we can all, you know, it just works out for everybody. So without further ado, this is what I want from everybody. If you want to be creative like Mr. Ballard, you could send in a, like download a uh, recording uh, app on your phone and then record yourself asking a question and we're going to play it on the podcast like we are right now. And you know, we'll give you a shout out or whatever. And it's just, it's something different. You get to hear your voice on the podcast and we don't have to try to read and, and it just makes things a lot yeah, easier. It, it does make it easier. So without further ado, Mr. Jim Ballard. Have you ever been in an emergency shitting situation where there was no facilities to use, no outhouse, no nothing? Did you have to adapt, overcome? What did you do? <laughs> first of all, why was Outhouse the first thing he chose? He's a Marine. I don't know. He, well, he still he's, he works construction, so I'm assuming he he, he sees his fair. He sounds like Clint Eastwood. First, he's of a all. Marine. That's what I know. they do. It's an impressive voice. I like it. I just thought it was odd that Outhouse that, was the first you, choice. As a as a bleeding heart liberal, does that voice scare you? Like the, now, the idea of this guy sitting across a table from you are you are you? Worried? I think he's going to be giving me the dead eye the whole time. I, it's very possible. I really think so. So, Steve, to you. 
to me, emergency shitting situation. I, like to, I, want, I want you to have a conversation with him about waterboarding. Oh, I'm sure he wants that too. I don't even know if I want to bring that back up. Uh, <laughs> no, he definitely wants to. Did we change your mind? When he comes no. in here, we're going to have a gun control conversation. Okay. I can get behind that. Um, no, I can't really think of one that I didn't you've have never, anywhere to go. You've never had like a last minute... I mean, I've had uh, an oops, like, you know, this is something that I didn't think it was. But recently? It was pretty recently, but, yeah. Why don't you just tell us about that? It was like a, I think it was a year ago. No, I knew you. I, I was, it was right around a year ago. You pooped your pants. <sighs> yeah. I mean, not pooped them, but a Let little bit. Let me ask bit. you this. Was there poop in your pants? Uh, yeah, I guess. You I, pooped your pants? I guess I pooped. Yeah. <laughs> Farted. No, it was look a at fart. Nick, he's just—he's disgusted. Thought it was a fart. It uh, little surprise. Yeah, I—I I think. Were you out in public I don't, when I this don't, happened? I was at work. It oh, wasn't like your first Lord. day with Kristen. <laughs> no, I was at work. But I don't think this is an uncommon situation. I think many think, people have accidentally. Uh, do you think that like misjudged? Just with like uh, erectile dysfunction, this is one of those things for men that they don't like to tell. They don't like to tell it happens. You know what? I, I'll don't... be the spokesperson for this if I need to be. But you're you are. This is an accident that it's not like I put a log in there. It's just a little tiny bit, but it's I guess it still counts. Um, I would think it counts. It did. But yeah, that... I, can you give us the circumstances surrounding it? I want I want him to feel that his question was validated. That way, other people. I think he questions. got a pretty good response out of this. Um, no, I was at work and I uh, just you know I didn't want to stop working because. You know, whatever. Man, the and company I, should really love. I know, you. and I, I just thought I had to fart, and I got a. a What'd a, you do? A dark passenger, you know. <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything big or. Anything. That's the best story you got. That was that was all. Nick, you got anything? I know he's just gonna be like, no. Nick's yeah. looking at me like he's like, no, like he's angry at me right now. I've been lucky, knock on wood. You've been you've been lucky where you always had somewhere or you know you had a safe haven or whatever. I don't have like like you talk about people we used to work with that have like they will get us. a minute's notice when it's coming. Well, we we actually we worked with two guys. The one guy who who shot up the uh, Menards and a cohort of his who both um, and I, we told another story about another guy we worked with who shit his pants at work and basically went in the bathroom, changed out of his clothes and then came to the boss and was like, dude, I got like, it was too bad. He was like, I, I can't, I can't make this. I can't, there's nothing I can do about this. I got to leave. And instead of the boss, just, you know, the boss wasn't even really questioning why he needed to leave, but this guy felt he would offer it up. And later I asked him, I'm like, dude, why didn't you just leave and call, you know, and say, Hey, I got sick. I got to go. Yeah. And he's like, because it was funny. And everybody needed to have everyone. I this only happens how often, and I wanted to share. I wanted the glory to be everybody's. And that's I, just a dude thing to do, you know. I immediately respect. came home and told Kristen. That was the first thing I what did. did she like say? you, you left work. No, I didn't leave work. So you didn't immediately come home. Well, I when I saying, when like, I came home from work, I uh, this guy it, it was it was DefCon Five. Like mm. there was no 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 going. He back. said he tried cleaning up in the bathroom, and he just <laughs> he had to jettison the underwear. He, he, he ruined to, everything. He, in huh? fact, he had to get rid of his socks. Because he, he used it those. Ran down. Yeah, it, it was it That's was it was awful. bad news. But it was after eating a salad, which was weird. I don't, a salad yeah, I don't, buffet. Yeah, I don't know. No, let, need to mention where from. But either way, it's just a. Weird... This isn't answering uh, Mr. Ballard's question that uh, you haven't given anything of yourselves. Yeah. No, we'll get there. Okay. Just... No, I was going to say I've definitely been in, in the situation more than a million times, but because of the fact that I in my early days I worked construction. 
still to this day, I carry a roll of toilet paper everywhere I go. In, in the back of, of my work cart, I have toilet paper. Uh, I always carry <laughs> toilet paper. I used to carry a five-gallon bucket around, too, because that way you're always prepared. You should carry a cable five, around. You said a five-gallon bucket? Yeah, there, there used to be a... Uh, a product on the market that Jonathan Brandmeier, back when I was, you know, growing up, he used to always advertise called the Bumper Dumper. It's for like hum- it's for hunters. I'll, in fact, if I find a link to the website, I'll throw it up on ours. And you hook this thing. It's back when cars had like real metal bumpers, and you hook it on the bumper of your car, and it's a toilet seat. And then you put a bag, like a garbage bag, underneath it, and it like has, I think it has legs or whatever. I was gonna say, it, how is it stable at all? That's how it's stable. Hmm. And you just sit out there on the bumper of your car, take shit, huh? So, I mean, that's actually a really awesome invention. It's not bad. But I have definitely, the one thing I think that everyone can agree with, and I know my mom and everyone's going to say, hey, you guys really talk about shit way too much. This is Jim's fault. So, But I I want to validate it. I didn't want to take the first question that we got coming in like this and be like, yeah, we're not going to bring this up. I think it it deserved a response. The... um, It happens. Unfortunately, uh, I have yet to have an accident as an adult. So I'm I, I'm not I don't care if you believe me or not it hasn't happened but my thing is if you, if you know your stomach hurts and you start moving toward the bathroom for some reason as you get closer your brain is your brain starts fucking with you well yeah and it's like you you like you could be driving home say you're like three blocks away and you're like I got three blocks and you're repositioning yourself you're holding your breath you're you're moving your stomach in and out you're doing whatever it goes <laughs> away for if you get it to go away it's coming back in two seconds three times as hard yes or no. Yeah. I guess that yeah. Know. So as you get closer, you're coming in, you're you're grabbing your belt, and as like your brains, you see that your your eyes see that toilet, you literally are. Yeah, at, it's on. Well, that yeah, guy we work it. with, yeah. he describes that it is his life. Yeah, it is because I, I think, think that's he, some sort of yeah. He's got like colitis or, yeah. or some some sort of bowel problem, undiagnosed. <laughs> but I could tell you, he's saying like the minute he sees the toilet, he he has to do a one motion <laughs> move, and a lot of times. And again, unfortunately for us, this guy would leave the workplace bathroom uh, like a murder scene and not think, not think twice about it. And it's shut down after that for yeah, a while. Yeah, that's it. And then you're talking about a bathroom that's supposed to service like what? I don't know. 50 people. Yeah, 50, 50 dudes. One toilet stop. One guy shuts it down, huh? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Without Absolutely. regret, without shame. So I have, I have been indefinite, like everyone has, in real bad situations. And I have had to adapt. I have had to overcome like I said, I've I've had that five. I used to take a five gallon bucket and two pieces of one by, as a seat to sit on, because like I said, when you when I worked, I was a painter, and you're at these construction sites where you're like you know priming. There's nothing there, so literally you have you you have no choice. You could be out in the middle of nowhere, and my boss would be like, "Well, dude, I'm still painting. I'm not going to stop and get in the car or give you the keys." And you could be out in the middle of nowhere. So, it is what it is. I, I would wonder how a girl, how any female would react in that situation. I think it's some. Sometimes you just gotta be like this. Nothing. I, I like to this. imagine that that, they when, don't poop that women all. don't poop. Yeah, she That's just would She probably just wouldn't eat. She figures out a way. I've never. I have no idea. It never leaves a trace. So I don't know when it happens, and I'm glad. And it's so quick. I don't. I don't know how women do it so quick. Well, but, yeah, I, I'm not in there. I don't want to know. Well, it's just in and out. It, uh, but I think they wait until the mine, last minute. Like I might be like, hey, mine's I'm, a bit I'm, of an ordeal. It's like eating with me. I might be bored. I've got nothing else going right right there. I'm like, eh, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, hang out, read a magazine, you know, whatever, and, and I'm gonna try to make something happen. But I think they're like, this is just a matter of like, I a, do, a matter of duty for. Well, it's, for lack it's of just. To, I think to them, it's just a thing that 
that happens for dudes it's you know more more of an event you know we got something we all want you guys to hear uh my father-in-law who goes by ck is a very good sport he he recently had me put a refrigerator on craigslist legitimately legitimately I, he's not for to be sale a good sport. Right. No, I'm just saying he's a good sport once he finds out the joke. Well, so, you don't know yet, do you? Yeah. What? Track, no, what I know. Track, him. track record. He's a good. He's a good sport. So I had my, he. He's asking 145 dollars for this refrigerator, um, and Sounds I had a bit pricey. Yeah, I had my friend Dave here call in as a potential buyer under a fake identity. And you'll get to hear. Uh, so basically, this is a part one. Hopefully, of a several part. Uh, series. Yeah. We're going to see how this thing um, folds out over the next uh, week or so. So this is the first installment. Um, this is me calling CK uh, basically as a as somebody interested in the, in the fridge. So check it out. The audio is kind of rough, but stick with us. It'll get louder. Sounds no, 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 I don't want to do it. I, 
top, nothing like that. Yeah, is there anything you need? I got a mustache trimmer. Uh, kind of think of the stuff. I, I piled some stuff out there for a garage sale I'm having. I got, uh, I got an old Atari. Just trying uh -huh. to think if there's anything maybe for the grandkids or if you, if you got somebody that likes to play that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a good guitar, do you? Uh, no, I don't have a good guitar. I do have a canjo that my my, my uh, grandson made in Boy Scouts. It's basically a stick with a can on it. And uh, like a neat old guitar string. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's yeah. actually a kind of a nifty, nifty little instrument. Yeah. Uh, no, I... You're saying that you're not going to be, you, you can't, there's no way you could transport it out to Lowell for that 140 press? Cause... No way, absolutely not. It costs a gas dump. No way. Well, what if I paid you for gas? Could you get it out here? No, I, I'm not. That's too much. Oh, okay, yeah, so, you know, I gotta try to figure out a way to get it over there. I, I was thinking that maybe I could, uh, my, you know, I got a small car, maybe I could, uh, you know, put, like, some pants uh, on would, and pull it. Uh, I would, I would, if I drove, if I, yeah, if, yeah, I was thinking if I drove slow, maybe I could put some casters, you know, and just, like, tow it it's real slow. Well, that'd be up to you. You don't have to. You pay me. You know, if you want to, you duct tape it on top if you want. <laughs> I don't know if that'll hold. Well, all right. Uh, let me uh, let me think about it. Uh, you you available uh, pretty much any time to, to give me a call back and uh, see what I can do. Yeah. Can I give you a call this yeah. number. Okay. Well, yeah. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna think about maybe uh, you know see if I can loosen up that money or maybe you know give you a little bit of that money and maybe come up with an interesting trade for you. But I'll give you a call back. Alrighty. All right, thanks, sir. All right, bye. So, go ahead, Nick. No, I was just going to say, what makes it so awesome is he he will not hang up unless you get ignorant. Like he'll he would have continued to talk to you about bargains and in the fridge for ten, fifteen more minutes. So obviously, he still doesn't know it was me, and he just called right before we started doing the podcast tonight, asking Nick to change the ad because. It said something about stacking beer in it. Now he's concerned that people are only going to look. Yeah, at several it people, I guess, have that inquired. It's only a garage. Yeah, fridge. and he's like, "Well, people think it's a garage fridge," and he's saying, "People think it's a garage fridge. They think that it's in bad condition." And I'm like, "Oh no, you know." So tomorrow I'm going to repost it for him. So and, the plan uh, is, we got. I got. A new, I got a new recorder that's way better quality. And when I was, I was. I had my space heater going when I was on the phone, so that it screwed up the sound quality. But the the next step is to have Steve call from a different number, and we're going to try to get him to. Do you uh, think he's tracking his, numbers? We're going to no. That's we're going to try to get him to turn over his social security number. Just, well, Steve's going to call, gonna play, but, and here's here's what's going to make it even better. When Steve calls, I'm going to try to coordinate it that I'm with CK, and I'm and once he hangs up the phone with Steve, I'll be able to record what he says. Which I'm telling you right now, if you thought that was funny, this thing will be over the top. So we'll see how this thing transpires. I hope it doesn't just fall dead right now. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have something. We'll let you know. Hey, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We've been talking for a long time. Anybody have anything this week that they found that they want to pass along as cool to watch or listen to or whatnot? I was on Netflix probably two hours before I came over here. And I watched a documentary called Craigslist Joe. This guy gives himself his laptop, a cell phone, uh, $200, the clothes on his back, and he a just, backpack. Is it like a, for, he just barters everything? And yeah, he, you know, he'll get on Craigslist and be like, hey, uh, he hitches a ride to Portland, Oregon, 
and then oh, that's a perfect place for him well then he hitches a ride in like new york city and he yeah. does all this stuff there so it's pretty cool it's funny that you say that because my sister real quick she was telling me that she put uh, some baby betting on craigslist and she's like some asshole called up and was like well i don't have any uh money to give you but I cut hair. I'm willing to. She's like, is that what that's why? Do that's now? why Craigslist like, is awesome. Absolutely, I'd take haircut and trade for, uh, especially for a chick who pays a lot mm-hmm. of money, you know. But what kind of person that is getting betting off a of Craigslist? I don't know if it's necessarily someone you want, you know. At, you don't want to be. Well, this guy's finding places to stay and everything. If he doesn't find a place to stay off Craigslist for the night, he's he's almost he's living on the street. It sounds like he's if he. I mean, come on, it sounds like the kind of guy would be happy and fine with that situation. Yeah, I mean. On that note, uh, one thing I wanted to—I started watching Barter Kings. I don't know if any of you guys saw that or have seen the show. Mm-mm. I don't even know what channel it, what, what channel it's on. It's one one of those like uh, history, or discovery, history or yeah. discovery, yeah. And basically, these guys start with an item like a laptop computer out of a resale shop, and they barter it up to a car, an airplane, like just crazy stuff. So, I don't know how real it is, but it's actually a pretty interesting thing to watch and see. This seems to be the trend nowadays because people don't have money. So, you know, they have stuff that you want. You have stuff that they want. They're able to make these trades. And obviously these guys are not in the business to lose money. So they're obvious they're professionals at this and they, they trade up. So mm-hmm. I would tell people to check out Barter Kings. And um, as usual, more stories. Um, Jeff Garland's podcast, Bill Burr and Shannon Woodward's tweets. Shannon Woodward's tweets. Nick, did you see anything or have anything you wanted to uh, promote? No, honestly, I just told Steve I was seconds away from watching that documentary earlier myself well nick will let you know what he thinks about it next week can i give an anti shout out real quick sure i just saw amish mafia for the first time it's the, the worst show i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and i've watched a lot of bad shows and that's a negative shout out there from steve uh the last thing is the next time you hear us we are going to have been we will have interviewed some members of the Ileana derby dames roller derby team actually um i'm gonna try to uh, get steve a little bit more involved than he might like so we'll see what happens with that i'm probably going to take along a video recorder along with my new uh digital mp3 recorder and we'll see what kind of uh, trouble we can get into so look for that in the next week and following that we're going to have uh, elaine osgood on the show so i'll be posting some details she gave me some uh, dates that she's going to be performing so I will uh, throw that up on the Facebook page and wherever else I can, Twitter, uh, helping her out, getting her out there. So until next time, anybody else have anything? That's it. As I uh, find the uh, outro. No? No, Nobody that's has it. anything else? You can find me real quick at Stuper Dave, at Stuper Dave Inc. on Twitter. And anybody who knows Bill Burr and can get me that interview... Please do so. <laughs> Way to pander. Absolutely. 